Sometimes black kids just need to scream too. Yes. Right? <laughs> Sometimes yep. black kids just need to scream. Mm-hmm. They need to belt it out. Yeah. They need to get out that frustration. They need to get out that angst. They need to get out that anger that they're mm-hmm. feeling about growing up yep. and not feeling like you're being heard, not mm-hmm. feeling like you have a place, not feeling like you're being listened to. How you doing? I've been... Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah right Go like you know little this little that yeah i'm um teetering on the edge of glory sure <laughs> <laughs> depending on your uh, uh definition of glory yeah. you know, some people define glory as a mental health break but <laughs> some people you know you've just reached you've ascended in a, I different way. in a different way. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's the voice just kept poppy. <laughs> poppy. <laughs> I can't wait for book club so we can finally talk about, uh, what is it, Blood and Ash? Blood and Ash, that series. Yeah. I still gotta, I hope I can, I'm probably not gonna get through the sequel by the time we do book club, but I really still wanna get into it get that backstory yeah yeah i mean you i would say like i'm on the second book of the prequel Mm -hmm. and there's not a lot of like new stuff Mm. and then there are some things that are clearly like she forgot to talk about them in the original series so she's like bringing it up in the prequel she's like let me just (laughs) just, uh, sneak this up in her i'm just gonna put this here (laughs) <laughs> but we love jennifer armantrout because no yes. matter how much i criticize yeah. i cannot stop reading these books truly and it's it's like what what if one of my old uh managers was like it's like a train wreck like i can't yeah. take my eyes off of you can't it can't stop looking um and it reminded me of so during the pandemic mm-hmm. i started writing a book out of sheer mm. boredom uh, or whatever this interests me yes <laughs> and so now she has given me the strength i feel yes to just be like let me just share it with my friends and my book why club. not or get it published and you know who knows if she, multiple streams of income i mean i read that book and i'm not no no <laughs> i was about to say if she could do it <laughs> Okay, if I mean, but literally, if anybody can write a book, yeah, you know, like anybody can write a book. Anybody can write I've a book. read some terrible books, girl. I and figured I was like, you know, Jessica's a really good writer. I got to bring her in as an editor, <laughs> <laughs> put it under the LLC, <laughs> multiple streams, multiple, multiple streams. streams of income, get a book deal, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, promote so, it on the podcast, <laughs> yeah. So, I'm excited. I think I'm, I might create because we have a Discord. For our book club. Yes, we do. So I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just make a channel and I'll just drop little chapters in there and see how everybody yeah, feels about them. See what everybody thinks. I think so, that'd be dope. Why yeah. not? Shoot. You know, promote yourself. Put yourself out there. Heck yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. But uh, as far as my week, my week's been all right. It's been an interesting week. Yeah. I feel like it went by so fast. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where did the time go? And then also, why is it already December? No, I'm joking. It is, it is August. It might as well be freaking December. But it feels like December is tomorrow. Like Literally. August just started and we're already like 20 days in, which is crazy to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Crazy to me. So yeah, but 
overall, I I can't complain. It was a lot of uh, uploading of things, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of editing of things. Yeah. Um, work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Work. And uh, that's really a that's really about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't really do much this week. I didn't I didn't do much. I mean, we went to the movies. Yeah. Oh, I enjoyed that. Yeah, we saw Barbie together, so that was yeah. cool. I'm just kidding. Anywhere yeah. else I be. Yeah, so. Slime! <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we saw Barbie, and apparently our phones uh, told every of my, one of my apps because all I've been seeing are just, I'm just kidding, uh, mm-hmm. TikToks and reels and shorts. Wow. That's all. They weren't there before we saw Barbie, and then we saw Barbie, and now that's all I see on my timelines. Saw a video on Instagram mm-hmm. of someone showing people how to turn that off. The, okay, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I don't. Oh, I don't know about Instagram, but I do know what Google. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a time where I told Google to turn off, like, um, like basically, like directing personal ads at me yeah. on YouTube, mm-hmm. and they did. But the problem was is that every Sunday I would mm-hmm. travel out to Hammond, Indiana. And so what it does is if it can't make ads more personal to the person, mm-hmm. it creates ads based on like where you are in the world. So you see where this is going, right? So I'm in Indiana mm-hmm. at least once a week. So then I just start getting a ton of ads for Trump. This is like two, three years ago. No, It audience. was just a lot of <laughs> Trump ads everywhere a lot of conservative red state ads Mm -hmm. and i was like google turn my personal ads back on (laughs) (laughs) because skipping past those ads was driving me nuts they've reached you in the wrong lifetime yes (laughs) yes and i was just like oh it's because i'm in indiana Mm. and like the part of indiana that i would drive to i'm like obviously this is like trump country so Yeah. yeah It just, uh, it just, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So it's kind of a catch 22. Cause I'm like, if I'm yeah. Chicago, I'll probably be okay. Yeah. But because I was in Hammond, Indiana, it was, mm. yeah, it was directing me to some places I didn't want to be. So I wanted to be, I felt like, I felt like I wanted to be suckered into turning them back on. Dang. And I do remember like that. Remember that time when everybody was like, when the backs on your phones were removable, at least for Androids. Yeah. And everybody started like going to their battery and taking off that microphone yes. that was on I the battery. Yes. And then shortly after Samsung was like, mm, you know, we see Apple is on or something here. <laughs> and literally next next phone, you could not remove the back. Mm-mm. I was like, dang, it's just I don't know. I don't like it, but also I don't want that situation where it's giving me information that I don't want to really see. Yeah. So, like I said, it's kind of a catch-22 when your ads are, like, personalized in that way. Yeah. For sure. But, girl, how your week been? How you been? What am? <laughs> um, same, a little bit of the same stuff working. Um, been doing some stuff, like, some event-type stuff with work. Mm-hmm. Um... I went to my family reunion this past weekend. Yes. It's a reunion. Yes. <laughs> she don't know the words. Another song. We gotta Look, I don't know lyrics, okay? You know, that's fine. As long as you know that the song exists. I know that it's a song. Yes. And it sounds like a black person singing it. So that's all that matters to me. Yes. <laughs> um, 
And then, <laughs> and then, um, so it was in Springfield. Um, that weekend was like during like the state fair. Mm. So to help with cost, um, and, and the limited like hotels that they had, yeah, we got uh, a rental home through like Verbo. Mm-hmm. And Vacasa um, ended up hosting it. So these are two like rental home web- websites or whatever. Okay. Um. So we drive there. It's like a three and a half hour drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get there a little bit after check in time, which is like four o'clock. So we got there around like four thirty ish or something. Yeah. And we couldn't get into the house. Okay. Yeah. That's never good. That's never good. So, um, you know, I got the confirmations and the code to get in the house. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hmm, I don't see a code pad to put this in. Yeah. So, you know, you kind of walk around the house. It's got like three doors to enter in. Mm-hmm. Looking around, not seeing anything. I feel weird because I'm just walking around this house. Yeah. Um, And so I contact their support. And... um. They weren't very helpful because they were telling me the same thing that was already on my instructions. That's so annoying. It like, really obviously is. something is awry. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, it, it says it's by the two-car garage. Okay, well, I've been to the two-car garage. I'll walk back again. Where? Is there, like, a gate that it's going to be on? Is it going to be on a door? Is it going to be on this, on that? Right. Um, No help. So... They were like, okay, well, we're going to reach out to a different part of support who's going to reach out to the host, and then they'll get back to you. Mm-hmm. I text the host. Mm-hmm. The host like, who are you? I was like, this is Lauren. Mm-hmm. I ha- have this rental, and I am trying to enter it. Yeah. Um. So they're like, okay, give me a moment. It looks like there's an error. She calls me with vacasa on the phone for a three-way and it's double booked wow it's double booked and i'm guessing the only thing i can guess is that the other party has already checked in they weren't there thank god right because we're just walking around the house and looking Mm -hmm. in windows and stuff like trying to figure out how to get in Mm -hmm. and yeah so yeah so they're double booked and so they're like, um, we're going to have the relocation team reach out to you and get you another house or give you a refund. Wow. Yes. Interesting. So we wait for like an hour and some change. We actually go to my aunt's house because we didn't want to just be yeah. in at that house just sitting and waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, and... The relocation team, I think, reaches back out like an hour, hour and a half. Yeah, we can't find a house for you. Oh, no. Mm-mm. So we're going to issue a full refund. Wow. And I'm like, okay, well, well, what do we do now? Like, what? how do we fix this? Because you don't, guys don't have a house. We don't have a place to stay. We are not home, Mm-mm. you know. The rates are crazy because of the state fair. There really aren't any hotels left. Yeah. And they say, hmm, well, you can contact Airbnb. It squeeze me. You could try Airbnb. They have like a lot of houses sometimes. Like, okay. I'm like, all right. Well, 
goodbye, I guess. The, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Like, ugh. Yeah. You can go call our competitor. Right. They and might have something for you. Now I have to tell my family who's rode the, the whole way with me. Yeah. We don't have a place to stay. That's crazy. Out of town. That's annoying. Yeah. So some of us had to overextend ourselves by paying for other accommodations without getting the money back yet. Because you know how refunds work. Yeah. Three to five business days. Yep. And also, I had to sleep on the couch. Oh, best friend. I'm sorry. You know how I feel about this. I know you don't like sleeping on couches. At my big old age of 35. I'm not. We just talked about how we was just not about sleeping on couches. This 35-year-old back can't do it no more. <laughs> Ew. And I was forced And then to a foreign couch? A foreign couch. Luckily, it, it was my cousin's. Like, oh, okay. So it wasn't stay. like you were at like somebody else's. No, like... she comes to stay at my house often. Mm. And so I was like, okay, well, you know what? I'll stay there. You can at least return the favor. But it was, it was annoying. I can imagine. Because I had planned on sleeping in my own bed. Yeah. So, I've been waiting to tell you about that. But I'll say, oh, I'll save it for the podcast. So, maybe. <laughs> um, so, I've never used Verbo, actually. Yeah. Um, that was my first time because I think one of the things that people tell you to do is mm-hmm. that you can always try to, like, look at the other sites to see if you can get a better rate. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I'm thinking that. Both Verbo and Vacasa are trash and I won't use them again. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely not. Not telling yeah. me like, oh, we're going to, you can call Airbnb. I mean, how was the trip though? outside of that? Like, of that, what did you guys wind up doing like in Springfield? Um, So that night was the fish fry. Mm-hmm. Um, We do that all. We start the family reunion festivities on Friday have a fish fry at a house. So at my aunt's house, we had the fish fry. Mm-hmm. Where we, we actually didn't do the frying there. So we just bought the fish in. Um, she made spaghetti. You know, we had like little things. And, you know, we were able to do that still. Um, and we hung out there until everybody kind of dispersed. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to my cousin's house. My parents and my uncle went to a hotel because they had to spend one night in one hotel and another night and another one just because it was that booked up. I can only imagine. State fair? State fair. And I was like, oh, state fairs are a thing. They are. Not really in the city, though. We no. don't really do, like, state fairs. We're Mm-mm. just like, girl, bye. Right. There's like, so many other festivals and all types of things. Yeah. Maybe they do a state fair, and we just don't know about it. We don't know about a lot that goes on in this Yeah, city. we really don't. We should do better. Yeah. One day we will. But, yeah, other than that, and then the family reunion was the next day. That mm-hmm. was good. It was good to see everybody and everything. Yeah. So that was cool. We had our elections. Dad is still president. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we, we've discussed like when next elections are going to be. We're trying to get back on track because everything's been off since COVID. That makes so sense. Now we're starting to get back in the swing of things. Well, I'm glad that it didn't go all the way bad. Like yeah. you still had a good time. You still got to spend time with your family. But yeah. Yeah. So. Verbo, get it to, get it together. Everybody it just Vacasa? stick with Airbnb. Um, yeah. I would recommend. Check. You know what? What I'm going to do is I'm going to check everybody's policies mm-hmm. to see what their policy is if they make a mistake on their end as far as booking. Yeah. Um, because that sucked. So. I can only imagine. I'm sorry mm-hmm. that that happened to y'all. Yeah. 
So, but other otherwise, you know, we lived. So that is what's most important: is that you're here yes. and that you guys lived. Yes. And nobody, it, never, it, it didn't escalate. Because like you said, y'all walking around somebody's palace. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know what people could think and be like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, they're trying to break in. I mean, you can see, like, there was somebody working on another house. And, mm-hmm. you know, they the workers were on the roof kind of, like, looking. And, you know, people are yeah. driving past. We were on a main street. So people are, like, <sighs> looking at us. And I'm like, this is so freaking uncomfortable. And I got ate up out there by a bunch of mosquitoes. Um, so... I was not happy and I did not want to take it out on their support team. Mm-hmm. But they have got to do be- like I w- will never use. I don't think anybody in my family will ever use. Uh, those two I wouldn't. Services again. I know I wouldn't. Yeah. So. All righty. Yeah. Well, those are our weeks. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, like, eh, that was boring. I'm just yeah, it was trash. <laughs> yeah, anyway. It was all right. Yeah. yeah, every week can't be amazing. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's down, everybody? What's down? <laughs> what down, what down, what down? I'm Jess. And I'm Lola. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to What's Down Podcast. We really appreciate it. Yes. Yeah, if you made it this far into the video. <laughs> that was wild. Sorry. If you made it this far into the video, we want to thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for watching us, you know, talk as if no one is listening, but secretly hoping that everybody is. Yes. And if you're an audio or a video listener, we ask that you definitely like, subscribe, share. Yes. Uh, make sure you leave a review. Leave a five-star review five stars. on those audio platforms. We really mm-hmm. appreciate it. Um, if you are using YouTube, hit the notification bell so you yes. know whenever Jessica is posting. <laughs> uh, yeah. Notice when we're uploading. And we upload every Monday. Yes. Every Monday at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time in America. Because yes. we don't know. Maybe there's some people that's in other countries that's starting to pick up on it. Mm-hmm. I think 0.001% of our audience right now uh, yes. is in like the UK or something. Yeah. So that's like what one person... <laughs> I know that some of my homies from the Philippines are watching. Hey, okay, yeah. So it's Central Time, uh, United States of America. Yeah, yeah. yeah 10 a.m. on Monday. Make sure you just Google that conversion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we are posting shorts and reels and TikToks yeah. throughout the week. So make sure that you're also following us on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, so our Instagram is at what's down underscore. No, our Instagram is at what's down podcast. And our TikTok is at what's down underscore podcast. Yeah. Uh, we have a beacon page. It'll be able to link you to all of the things that uh, you can follow us on below. Makes it easy for you. And then mm-hmm. the goal is still to get to 100 listeners. Yes. 100 subscribers. Yes. Across the platforms, at least on YouTube and Spotify. That's yes. That's where we are really hoping for mm-hmm. you guys to help us out. So um, please go check out those pages. If you can help us out on both, great. If you can help us out on one, even even better. Even better. Yeah, we just Do appreciate. What you can. Yeah, we appreciate just the support we've had so far. Yeah, it's been a. It was a good twenty-eight days or a good like first thirty days for us. So mm-hmm. we just appreciate all those who subscribed and all those people who liked and shared videos and commented on videos. It's just been a. It's been a good ride so far. So we just want to continue to keep building. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank y'all. <laughs> Girl. 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 We finally saw Paramore. Finally. 
Warms my emo heart. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I have been listening to Paramore since I think the first Paramore album I ever heard was Riot, mm-hmm. which is their second album. Yeah. Um, and I was introduced to it, introduced to Paramore by a coworker at the time mm-hmm. in 2008. Ooh. Yeah, some time ago, 2008, and I've been obsessed ever since. Yeah. But never made it to a concert, but we finally we finally made it. Yes. Um, I found out about Paramore after watching Twilight, mm. um, and I've been a junkie ever since. Yes. Um, I just, I was just so happy that we got to do it. It, I don't, I don't, I can't really even explain yeah. the feeling of finally, because I feel like it's normal for us to like, oh, let's go to a Beyonce concert or let's go to Usher. Is it normal for us? I, I think it would be normal for us to want to go. Right, Beyonce was our first. That was our first time seeing Beyonce too. Yeah, like going to like you know R and B and stuff like that, but to like be like, you know what? Let's go see those other artists that we really, yeah. really like. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was very happy, and then we we went to Milwaukee. Yes, we drove from Chicago to Milwaukee, mm-hmm. which was not bad at all. Like an hour and 30, 35 minutes. Light traffic. Very light traffic. It was a good time. We got yeah. we went to like a little little bar thing. And yeah, I forgot the name of it, but yeah. we did wind up going to a little little bar restaurant thing. Mm-hmm. Got some drinks, got some burgers. Well, I, I forgot. Did you get a burger? I can't remember. I, I did I get a burger. I, I got a chicken sandwich. Yeah, I got a burger. Yeah, but just uh, standard American food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> standard. Tried like a... a random drink i can't remember what it was yeah i think i I think i just kept it simple with a mule i was like just give me a mule oh i did like some sort of blueberry thing yeah i can't remember what it was i don't remember it being like that good no and i was like i'm gonna keep it simple yeah just do a strawberry but it was like a strawberry mule but it just tasted like a regular mule i Mm -hmm. didn't taste any strawberry so but which was fine because i do like a I, i like a good i like a good moscow mule yeah so so yeah we had a good time um just being in a different town is always funny especially like when you're from chicago you just judge like this y'all downtown like yeah you just judge everybody's downtown Mm -hmm. like so harshly but um but yeah i had a i had a great time i was so glad that we did it Mm -hmm. because they came to chicago last year and they didn't do a stop on this tour a chicago stop on this tour Mm -hmm. but i was just looking at the tickets and i was like went like first of all after covid i think my like the whole pandemic situation my mindset has just changed like you think you have so much time to like go see people in concert to Mm -hmm. go do things and you just never know when like it just can all be like shut down like at any moment and so when i saw that they were on tour and i'm like milwaukee is right there literally it's literally right there it actually made me mad that we hadn't been there before yeah absolutely um but i i definitely i mirror like that whole appreciation for our city because i feel like when we were on our way to go see barbie downtown we were just yeah. looking around like now this is a freaking this city. is a downtown um, but <laughs> milwaukee is really like it's really cute though it looks like yeah it's got a lot of history you know that's how those buildings look yeah um and navigating through their traffic is a little weird though i think it always is when you don't really know you know just because we weren't used to that city but i think it's some parts of chicago that i'll be like where are those six those like six way five way streets yes especially in like bucktown if you're in like bucktown or like logan square or something yeah i'll be lost yo but their parking garage does not smell like piss it does not i was like 
I don't smell pee. <laughs> I was, and I was <laughs> when you said that, I started looking for it. Like I'm like, right? You're right. It was yeah, it was very clean, very clean. So thank you, Milwaukee, yeah. for a nice, clean, fresh smelling parking lot. And uh, the, the Pfizer forum forum was lit. Yeah, it was so nice in there. They had like all these nice bars and restaurants. And they took my little shank though. That was my fault, but still. Yeah, you yeah should have looked up the yeah requirements well I, that's the general requirement you know it's just i'm always have it so i wasn't thinking yeah but. i mean i lost pepper spray that way trying to go yeah. see uh go to a concert type thing mm-hmm. i forgot the it's in tinley park that mm-hmm. some amphitheater they have out there and i had my pepper spray on me but because i live in the city yeah. you know what i mean and yeah. then they just they were like you can walk back to the car which was like 15 minute walk away or you yeah. can throw it out and i was like mm-hmm. i'm gonna throw it out yeah and it wasn't like that far, like our car, mm-hmm. but I was like, we're in here now. Let's just Same. go ahead. Yeah. So sometimes you just don't feel like it. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. So yeah. So shout out to Fiserv Forum. Milwaukee was a very, very cute city. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed just being there. It was very mm-hmm. chill and it was nice kind of to be in like a chill little city. I would love to do a weekend in Milwaukee. I think so too. I think I would, I think I would quite enjoy it. And then that mm-hmm. way we can like look up stuff ahead of time mm-hmm. and, um, and get a better idea of it. So if anybody out there is from Milwaukee or spends time in Milwaukee and yeah. you have some things that you're like, Hey, y'all got to do this. Like, let us know in yes. the comments. In the or the description box, whatever, not in the description box, but in the comments below, mm-hmm. leave us a comment, let us know, <laughs> uh, so we can, you know, plan us a little weekend getaway. Yeah, that'd be cool in Milwaukee. So that was really, really cool. What did you think about the actual concert? I liked it a lot, mm-hmm. even like the acts that went on before Paramore. Yeah, like the young girls, uh, the Linda Lindas. Yeah, so we saw a new band, well, new new to us, but yeah. a band called the Linda Lindas. They're mm-hmm. like most of them are like teenagers. I think the band, the the band's drummer was like twelve or something yeah. like that, or eleven, and they were amazing. They were so good. They were amazing, and then we saw the Foles. Yes, the Foles, which I feel like that name sounded so familiar to mm-hmm. me. And one of the songs did sound familiar, but then it made me realize, like, I don't really know who they are. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of mad that I didn't because yeah. I really did enjoy their set. Mm-hmm. And so I was just happy to to be able to experience that new band. Same. And then just experience opening acts in general, because I feel like most like with some concerts now, they don't even really do openers as much anymore. They That's just kind of get straight to the headliners. Mm hmm. And um, I think that was a lot of that was due to COVID. It was like, hey, let's just book as little, low, little min, as min, little as people as we can. Mm-hmm. We don't really want to have too many people coming on stage and stuff like that. But yeah, but yeah, it was it was really cool. Yeah, I did start following both of those bands. Like, I think that that's the mm-hmm. good thing about having openers. Yeah, it exposes you to a lot more music. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'll definitely be like checking out those acts moving forward oh for sure yeah so that was really nice to be able to check them out mm-hmm. and then um i know one difference from when we would see beyonce versus when we would see paramore is that everything started on time the linda lindas they were out at seven they were like oh seven we o'clock they were like oh we'll play one more song they're like Oh, we don't have time. <laughs> yeah, the Linda Lindas were mm-hmm. out on that stage at seven o'clock. PM. Yeah, that's what the, that's when the the, the 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 ticket said it was gonna start, mm-hmm. and it started at seven. Yeah, and then the foals went on, and then I think Paramore was supposed to go on like at nine. Yeah, and they wound up going on at like eight forty something. It was like yeah. everything was ahead of schedule. They were on it because they had to each time mm-hmm. an act went on. 
Yeah. When they would come off, they had to take all of their stuff off. Yeah. And it was like layers. It was like the Linda Linda stuff. The mm-hmm. full stuff was right behind it. Yep. And then they set up for Paramore and they got it. Oh, Paramore. Amazing. So I mean, it was crazy because when the concert first started, it was like, and then it stopped. Yeah. Because somebody passed out. Yes. <laughs> I'm not laughing that she passed out. Well, but somebody I, passed out before. Somebody passed out before too. everything started. Yeah. And then another girl passed out again. I guess she saw Haley and was like, <laughs> done. Um, but, and then Haley, another great uh, performer mm-hmm. who yes. stopped everything. Stopped everything. It was like, something's going on over there. And then she kind of, you know, when they brought her up, she's like, hey, honey, how are you? Yeah, oh, so I would sweet. be mad. <laughs> Would you be mad you finally saw Paramore? And she was it. she was close. Yes. She was like in the one, pit. She was like in the she was in GA mm-hmm. and she was only like maybe one or two people like roles if you had a row in GA. Mm-hmm. She was like right there. So imagine getting in line early, standing for all those hours, only for Haley to come out and then be like, Yeah. I mean, have to be she taken got to a, like a little moment though. Like, yeah, but, but who dang. knows? I never saw if they ever brought her back or yeah. like if she ever got to get close again. I don't know, but mm-hmm. she was okay. That was yeah. the most important thing. And then they started over. Yeah, they just started like nothing happened. She's like, like, all right, bet, let's do it. She's like, all right, <laughs> and we're gonna start again. And yeah. then they started again. And but she came the second time. I feel like she gave it a lot more energy. Oh too. yeah, she she, she like, gave it all, it. all of the energy. She gave yeah. it all the energy. Unfortunately, like she had the issue i think she had like a lung infection or something so they had to cancel the rest of the north america tour which is so sad because i know like with this album like i really did like uh this is why Mm -hmm. and um i like the new songs that they have and of course listen to the old songs Mm -hmm. and so for people who were like waiting and like to to see them because i know we were Mm -hmm. waiting for like a little minute before like the time we decided to go Mm -hmm. versus like when the concert actually was i'm just glad we got to catch it before it got canceled before everything got canceled so mm-hmm. i was like mm, thank you for us yeah sucks for y'all mm-hmm. <laughs> well <laughs> yeah. and once again mm-hmm. someone threw something on stage they did but she took it and wasn't she the, was the, really the glasses uh well that too but i think she was asking for it like they were gonna oh they were yeah and somebody then she threw was a like, shirt come on somebody yeah. threw a shirt on she stage. thought it was a hoagie though oh she's like oh i thought it was a hoagie yeah. <laughs> it was just a rolled up t-shirt yeah and she they they you know displayed it and everything mm-hmm. but she was like all right y'all saw what cardi b did yeah she's like my aim is bad i'm not gonna do that <laughs> yeah i love seeing Haley in person like yeah. just paramore in general in person but like seeing Haley is just like wow yeah. like this person that you've been like following for so long and like i just love her voice mm-hmm. and like her stage presence and everything and it was like she gave everything that i thought she was gonna give and more and to think that she was you know, had that was dealing with that infection. Yeah. And still gave that kind of performance. Yeah. And it was like you, her voice, like you will just think that you're listening to the records. Yeah. Like you wouldn't even think that it's like, like she's singing live. It sounds no different. Mm -hmm. It literally sounds no different. Yeah. She did have this moment, like when she had finished uh, performing a song where she's like, guys, I'm, I'm, 
literally catching my breath right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm just, I'm pretending like I'm doing this, but I'm really catching my breath. Right. <laughs> and who knew Haley had the knees? Haley has the knees, the bees, and she's the bees knees, she's okay? She's the bees knees, but also she's got... You you know she got yeah. she got down there she was getting down there yeah I was just like okay Haley girl who knew I, I I didn't know I didn't know I'm glad I got to find out I'm glad I got to find out too we had really good seats we were so yes. close to the stage yeah. we we did not do standing up in GA because as we've told you guys we are in our thirties now so there's certain mm-hmm. things that we're just not about to do I'm not about to do because I didn't know if people were gonna mosh pit some songs mm-hmm. I didn't know if people were gonna be stepping on my feet yeah. any of that I am relatively short compared to mm-hmm. most of the population yeah um same and sometimes you just want to have a sit down like in the in-between yeah where they were going off stage and like taking a minute mm-hmm. I, I needed uh, to have a little sit down need to have a little resty rest so so, so yeah we were able to do that mm-hmm. and um and it was cool so so yeah so we 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 were very close we got Mm -hmm. to see i got to feel like i can see her you know what i mean that was the difference with it yeah beyonce even like even though we had good seats it was still way of a far enough away Mm because she's at soldier field so it's like it's hard to get unless you were like right in the front Mm -hmm. like it's hard to see her features yeah um but with Haley, we were able to see we were able to see pretty much everything they had a lot and and i think because of the way that the seats were elevated Mm -hmm. they didn't have to worry about like trying to control the crowd and like people trying to rush and get in front of stuff Mm -hmm. and all that you didn't have to worry about that at all which was great yeah it was cool it was mm-hmm. really cool so she yeah they sung some favorites yes it was nice there was one that i was hoping she would sing but she doesn't sing it often so it makes sense i mean she had never sang it before until this tour she had never sang mm-hmm. all i wanted she had mm-hmm. never sang it live until like this like this year she only did like twice right and i think she only did it twice because she's like it's that that song is literally at the top of her vocal range mm-hmm. and it's just like yeah like for her to be able to hit those notes it takes so much out of her voice so it made me wonder Mm. like is that one of the things that contributed to her having issues with her lungs like singing these singing these songs because this is why the album has a lot of belters yeah a lot of high at the top of the vocal range like type of songs on there yeah but she could ask for our help we would have done it yeah we would (laughs) have we would sing it for her but But yeah, so I, w- I would have loved to hear that in person too. Yeah. But I understood why she wasn't singing it after a minute. Um, Decode came on. Yes. And I lost it. You did. And you can tell because I recorded it. So I put a lot of the videos that I had on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I have not put that one on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> why not? By that time <laughs> in the concert, we had already been belting yes. all of the songs. Every single one. I'm sure, okay? Like, all of that energy I gave, mm-hmm. I performed the, the most that I could. Yes. And mm-hmm. by that time, I was so off key, y'all. Yeah. I, it was I, I didn't so even bad. Care. I don't even be. I didn't even I, I still, I sung the whole song off key. <laughs> I don't care if anybody had a problem with it. You should have sat somewhere else. Right. This is Paramore we're talking about. Yeah. You so. got to sing, sing to the top of your lungs. Yeah. Was that your favorite still. one? Decode? Do you think? Decode has been my favorite for a very long mm-hmm. time. Um, probably. I was the most excited about that one. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think. I feel like I was, but I like the whole thing. The whole set was just bomb to me. Like I mm. loved it. Like I loved it because when she's saying that's what you get, mm-hmm. that was that took because it was. I think that was the third song that they sang. Was that's what yeah. you get. That did something to me. Yeah. And then playing God did something to me. Mm-hmm. But if I had to pick a favorite, it would probably be the only exception. Mm-hmm. Because that song got me through a lot in college. Yo. Okay. And like, I love that. It's like a nice ballad. It's a perfect song. And the way that they sang it. And then like at some point there was like fireworks coming Yo, down. The, it was just lit. The pyrotechs and and the the different confettis and stuff (gasps) okay there was one more song that i was really excited about i think it is on this album Mm -hmm. liar oh yes yes when they were in when she was elevated oh my love yeah i like that one that's the jam and then she sang it with one of her songs that i'd never actually heard like crystal clear Mm -hmm. and i was like what song is she singing Mm because she had kind of merged it with with that song Uh i think in other concerts she actually was singing i miss you by beyonce Mm. and so but this one where all she decided to sing crystal clear which was good because then I went back and listened to Crystal Clear. And I was like, why did I never listen to this like rec- this record? Yeah. I don't know. But I got to get myself together because obviously <laughs> I'm not a real Haley fan. <sighs> but yeah, Liar is a good one. I like yeah. that. I like that whole section of them, her just singing and like it just being like the three members of Paramore. Like yeah. her, Zach, and um, Taylor. Yeah. And so that was nice. Yeah, that, that was so nice. good. Oh, it was so good. And then Misery Business. Mm-hmm. She was like, how many people are? This is your first Paramore concert. It was like almost everybody. Yeah. She's like, okay, welcome. Right. <laughs> We've been waiting for you. Right. It was so cute. <laughs> it was it was dope. It was yeah. dope. So they put on a great, a great, great show. Yeah. You saw the crowd. It was so many different types of people there. All different types of people in there. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it just shows like the reach that, that Paramore has. Mm-hmm. And it got us to thinking about just like just like one black people love paramore yeah for sure yeah and just thinking about like how like music like the type of music paramore makes like how it affects i would say like young not just young black people but like you know we were young when we first started hearing it and Mm -hmm. you kind of identify with it more and then also just thinking about like music that's I don't I hate to call it white music because I don't think music has a color yeah but I think it's like certain types of alternative and rock music that is like more closely associated with like white people versus like being widely distributed amongst like people of color that makes sense because I remember one time we were in chamois Mm -hmm. to bar by where we used to work and we used to Mm -hmm. work at the merchandise market for a different company yeah and we i think somebody was getting ready to leave i think megan Mm -hmm. or someone i can't remember but we were singing bohemian rhapsody oh okay and then jerry was like you remember he was like this is amazing and i think you guys know why this is amazing i don't remember this we were Jerry. It was like Jerry. Um, it's oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, I remember him now. Yeah, he He's, was like, "This is amazing," and I think you guys know why. Mm-hmm. And it's because 
you know, it's not necessarily a song yeah. that some black people may know. But, but I feel like, I, but I feel like they do. I think so because I don't think I've met a black person that doesn't know what Bohemian Rhapsody is. That's my favorite karaoke song. I'm gonna yes. sing that too. I love me some Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. So I think like a question that I was thinking about that I wanted to pose to mm-hmm. you is, what do you think attracts like black people, black individuals, black youth mm-hmm. towards? alternative rock Mm. music i guess it depends on the type of content that you're consuming Mm -hmm. like content was different back then like what kind of like shows you were watching and stuff like that i know i was watching wwf growing up yes and a lot of the entry songs Mm -hmm. i'll be like <laughs> that still sets me off. Yes. I'm like, where is he? <laughs> um, <laughs> like, these are beers. Yes. <laughs> he was at a bar one day and they had him do it. Yes. And I was like, oh, why can't I be at a bar? WWF, that was a big intro to like some alternative or like yeah. rock music, like different types of music. Yeah. That's when I started catching it. And I think that no matter what color you are, mm-hmm. you have the same type of growing pains. Yeah. So I guess people ex- at that time thought mm-hmm. emo was like a white thing. Yeah, to go for sure. Through. But I know I felt it because when Evanescence came out Girl. with those songs, yes, I felt that to my core. And I mm-hmm. didn't know what it was because nobody, nobody talked about it. Not in the black community for no. sure. No. But I knew something in me recognized that mm-hmm. they were speaking to something that I didn't have. I hadn't defined for myself yet. Oh, for sure. So, you know, you think about that. You think about like Linkin Park. You think yes. about Green Day. You Lincoln think Park, about Green Day. Some like, 41 was another one for me. Simple yeah. Plan was a big one for me. Mm. Mm. I love Simple Plan. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm like, hey, dad, look at me. <laughs> Think back and talk to me. Did I grow up according to plan? Oh, my yes. God. Was so in my feelings. Avril Lavigne. Yes. I love me some Avril Lavigne. Oh, she why was, you have to go, man? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That angst, like, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know what angst was. Because we, we weren't allowed to have feelings no no so i had to like bottle up all these feelings and just belt mm-hmm. it when i was in my car when i was in my room yeah you know, but but when i came out of those out of my room and i was amongst my parents my elders and all that yeah. stuff you had to shove that in a box yes so, for sure yeah. for sure i think that that is right along with what my answer was mm-hmm. i think that because when you think about music that's like more associated with like i would say like because we're black so we're talking about black people Mm -hmm. if you think about like soul music or Mm -hmm. if you think about r&b hip-hop um whether it be like motown or like all these other type of things like you do have some you do have some records it's not to say that there are no records that don't allow you to feel emotions or or whatever right Mm -hmm. but even if you think of something like marvin gay right the emotions that the the things that you're feeling or um i know i'm gonna get like my mom's gonna be so mad that i can't think of his name but the one who made like don't push me because i'm close, close to, to the, the edge. edge like that the original song not p diddy and like all these <laughs> coil like the original song <laughs> mm-hmm. like those songs really spoke to 
a lot of like the black experience in this country. Yeah. And so it was like, so you were able to feel the frustration mm-hmm. of being a black American in society or like seeing mm-hmm. that, Hey, things like what's going on in the world, Hello, like whatever. Everybody. Yeah. No, no yeah. All of that. Yeah. And then on the other end, if there was like, let's say a song that had like super high emotions, let's say it was like an R and B song. Like mm-hmm. the other day we were singing like Mary J Blige, like yeah. I'm going down. Mm-hmm. And it was like, if you did have music that allowed you get out of here, <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you come freaking from? Nats. <laughs> uh, if you did have music that was expressing emotions, mm-hmm. it wasn't, it was more so surrounding like love mm-hmm. and like heartbreak and like or love lost mm-hmm. or don't leave you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, no baby like, no baby no baby it was like that and so like even though we were kind of singing those songs yeah. like at that point in my life like when i'm singing i'm going down like but mm-hmm. who am i talking about Somebody i have ex- from your past life <laughs> yeah, it's like i haven't experienced heartbreak mm-hmm. or like anything like that yeah. so i think that what a what alternative music or like alternative music alternative rock punk rock i felt like what a lot of these genres were offering to black kids Mm -hmm. was like sometimes black kids just need to scream too yes oh yeah (laughs) right sometimes black kids just need to scream Mm -hmm. they need to belt it out yeah they need to get out that frustration they need to get out that angst they need to get out that anger that they're Mm -hmm. feeling about growing up and not feeling like you're being heard not Mm -hmm. feeling like you have a place not feeling like you're being listened to Mm -hmm. and when you if you think about the music that's typically like pushed towards our like it's pushed towards our uh demographic yeah it's not that no right like because even thinking about like young hip-hop artists or young r&b artists Mm -hmm. it was like yeah we had like ashanti and beyonce and then even when the hip-hop in you might have like i would think i'm thinking about people that were probably our age at the time like Mm -hmm. you had the boy bands and then you had the young hip-hop artists like bow wow and like all that but nobody was just like it sucks being a kid sometimes. My parents are pissing me off. Yeah. And I'm about to scream about it. The funny thing is, is I feel like they had that. Like, you know, you yeah. had parents just don't understand. You had like Will Smith. You had NWA and stuff. Yeah. But I feel like by the time that we were growing up, they weren't talking about the frustrations yeah. that you have growing but up even or being with an adult those or anything. Songs. Yeah. But even with those songs, it's a groove. It's parents just don't understand. You just like do <laughs> Mm. and it's just like no like i want to like scream and like i need to like get it like get that emotion out because you definitely couldn't do it in the moment no you definitely couldn't do it in the moment you could be like shut up mom like (laughs) some people could do it not us us. (laughs) (laughs) that was not us no and so you had these you had these kids i feel like i was definitely a kid where everything just felt so bottled up yeah and if you come from that generation of like fix your face like pull it together get it together Mm -hmm. you didn't have an opportunity to just like allow those emotions to be felt Mm -hmm. and then a lot of times like any emotion that's just not happiness is deemed like bad yeah and disrespectful and so you're just keeping all of this stuff bottled up Mm -hmm. and then like i do think that wwf was like a big thing that introduced me to like alternative music like rock music 
um my brothers so like my brother mario and my brother chris like they were like really big into lincoln park Mm -hmm. and like i remember like at the time mario had like braids and i used to braid his hair we used to put beads on it and he would just be like he would just have his walkman like cd player Mm -hmm. and he would have the headphones on and like sometimes when he would be at the house i would just hear his beads like shaking because he would just be like Going like this because he was just like listening to it. I'm like, what is he? What is he listening to? Mm-hmm. So I'll say my brother Chris and Mario, like they really were the ones that like introduced me to like Lincoln Park and like yeah. listening to like Hybrid Theory and um, oh, what is the other? <laughs> I know I I know I'm forgetting these things, but like they were the ones that introduced me to that. Yeah. And then I think like of course there was a lot of MTV. Like that was like the rise of like that punk pop music at mm-hmm. the time. So like a lot of Sum Forty One. Like I said, well Green Day is mad old. Like they're from like the early '90s and everything. Yeah. But they were like coming back out with like more music at that time that were kind of putting them putting them back on the map. Yeah. And everything like that. And I'm just like, I just want to scream. And then, like, and then even with Evanescence, right? Mm -hmm. Just, like, the first line of that song is like, I'm so tired of being here. I was like, yo. That is my, that was my life. Yeah. That was my life at the time. I was emote. I was just so frustrated with where my life was. And there was, there was no there was no one just saying what the emotion was, mm-hmm. right? Because even if you listen to gospel music, right? Like gospel music kind of has a lot of that music that can be very emoting and you can say like, I'm dealing with frustration and like all this stuff, but it's like, but God. And it's like, I, sometimes I didn't feel that, but God. Right. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I felt like there was never space to just feel what you were feeling. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be fixed. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not that I need to get healed. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But I'm mm-hmm. like, I just want to be able to say, like, sometimes shit sucks. Yeah. And it sucks. And I don't feel like there was a space within, like, particularly, like, forms of music that was more geared towards, like, our demographic that allowed things to just suck. Yeah. And you can just scream about it. Yeah. I think growing up as, especially in my teen years, like, I was very, like melancholy and um like having like I've never been diagnosed I never really talk about it with a medical professional but being depressed Mm -hmm. and being like suicidal at that time um having those songs were very there it was therapeutic to a point because there was nothing like really telling you how to get out of it Mm -hmm. even at church um, and I definitely had those responses like, you know, we don't do therapy, we do church, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. But church isn't really giving me the workarounds or Mm-mm. the solutions. So what is the right thing to say? And like, who really understands what I'm going through? And like going, hearing those songs made me feel like there was somebody out there. Yeah. Like I wasn't the only one that were feeling these thoughts. Not the only person like feeling like that disappointment. What would you say was like your gateway? Was it evidence like your gateway Cause it's kind of like alternative music or was it something else? No, it was like WWF first. Cause that oh, was WWF, the first yeah. time I heard it. My brother, like no one in my family was really into, I mean, mom might've liked Lenny Kravitz, but yeah. that's, 
You know, it's, it's light. You know, what right? Saying? That's light work. American woman. Right. Yeah, that wasn't really, yeah, yeah. But you hear those songs first, and I was like, oh, I like that. You know, I still wasn't like burning CDs with the mm-hmm. stuff on it, but um, burning CDs. We <laughs> <laughs> had to rip it and then burn it. <laughs> yeah, but then I and I I can't tell you how. Maybe it was like through MTV or through mm-hmm. certain motion pictures like movies and stuff where i was hearing like the evanescences and the you know definitely twilight because yeah that's how i found out about paramore i'm gonna give you one guitar hero i didn't play that you didn't play guitar hero no guitar hero is what like expanded everything i used to see the commercials all the time though guitar hero and rock band because yeah. you were like playing the songs, and I'd be mm-hmm. like, "What is this? What is this? What is that?" Mm-hmm. And it's like that's really what like opened up the floodgates for me. Yeah, to like get into so many different, and not just like alternative rock music, but just mm-hmm. like whether it be metal. Like it was just so mm-hmm. many different types of like, even whether it be like old school rock and roll or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was like Guitar Hero, just like opened up the floodgates for me because i was then i was even further exposed to certain like different types of like genres of rock music that i never would have heard like my parents weren't playing like they were playing acdc and like (laughs) wake up in the morning should have played yeah (laughs) yeah it was a lot of nita baker and then for me it was a lot of gospel music like it actually was just all gospel music at that point Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i think if you were to play guitar hero it would have been even more i'm sure of it but so my brother was the one that was given all or got all of the uh consoles Mm -hmm. like every console he had them sega all of them yeah all the way down atari (laughs) like all of it but he wasn't into alternative music, so mm-hmm. he wasn't really like, oh, let me get Garage Band or anything. Like, no, nothing. Rock Band, yeah. Rock Band or anything like that. So I was like, you know, just finding it my own little way. That's fair. That's fair. You just kind of hear it in different places. I'm like, oh, I wonder what that is. I wonder what this is. Yeah. Or like you say, hearing it in a movie. You finally, and- like, when you when you get your car right, mm-hmm. you, you're like 16, 17, whenever, and it's just you in the car and you yeah. can find those stations though. Mm-hmm. Like that's when I was like, yeah, like Q one Oh one. They don't have Q one Oh one anymore. It's gone now. Awesome. But that was a big one for me. It a was- lot of the alternative like radio stations mm-hmm. that I used to get into, like are no longer present. Yeah. They're not. Mm-hmm. That makes me kind of sad though. Yeah. But yeah, Q one Oh one was a big one. Q one Oh one got me into a lot of different rock, a lot yeah. of different rock music and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So it was like, as I was uh, looking for like, you know, just kind of thinking about this, um, there was this dude who, his name, his channel's name, his channel name is uh, Lil Bill, mm. and the the title of the video was like a very black history of punk rock, mm. and I was like, oh, crazy. We were just talking about Paramore and punk rock and all that stuff, yeah. and so he did like a whole like forty five minute like mini, like documentary type of thing, just talking about like the black roots of punk rock music mm. and how there were like black bands back in the day that actually were the very foundation for what what was known as punk rock yeah but of course they weren't as widely recognized i mean this is a tale as old as time you know whether it be country music yeah. whatever rock and roll whatever all of it but specifically punk rock mm-hmm. and so like in the early 70s there was a band and the band was called death 
and like they did a whole documentary on it and death was just like these three black these three black dudes out of detroit in the 70s yeah that were doing like what the early formations of what punk rock was known as mm-hmm. and um and then there was another band called bad brains they were out of dc and they they really couldn't get a lot of like you know things here so they would actually do they actually did uh shows and stuff like that primarily like overseas like in in london Mm -hmm. because you know london like during that time this is like during the thatcher era you know whatever so there were a lot of like people who were like protesting against you know that that era um within the uk and so punk rock had like a nice like foundation and they didn't really have those same type of like racial politics that they had here in the united states Mm -hmm. so a lot of these black led bands Mm -hmm. would be like the what they call like proto punk or like basically like the beginning of punk right uh punk rock music and mm-hmm. i'm like how can we never learn about these people i don't know because well, i think there's this sense of like oh that that the music that we're listening to is white music yeah and almost like we're infiltrating it when really mm-hmm. as per usual a lot mm-hmm. of the music has a lot of roots within like and a lot of uh, inspiration from black artists. Yeah. But what was happening was, what was happening was, is like, for example, the band Death was coming out of Detroit. What else was coming out of Detroit in the 60s and 70s? Oh, Motown. Yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. if you think about like, black, like music, especially when it comes to Motown and like that 70s R&B, mm-hmm. like, those songs are still the very foundation for a lot of music that's made today, yeah. especially in hip hop. And like, if you think about like beats and disco and funk music and like all of that stuff, yeah, like a lot of that stuff was happening during that same time. Mm-hmm. So as they are trying to do something completely different, they had they had they people being out. yeah they they basically got drowned out, and it was just like they said like I didn't watch the full uh, death documentary, but they basically said like. Um, that people would be telling them like why don't y'all just do motown mm-hmm. like why don't y'all just do r&b like that's the thing like that's what everybody all black artists were not all of them but like that's what majority of black artists were doing at that time yeah so they like why don't you just do that and be and they get on but they were trying to do something different yeah um so so yeah i'll definitely have to send you that the link to that because it was so interesting because it just made me realize like it, like even though there's a part of us that feels like oh this music wasn't meant for me or i feel like i'm infiltrating this other space mm-hmm. it's like actually you're not yeah. because the very roots of it there's there's still us even in these type and even in this type of music and yeah. for them to want to express the same type of feelings like we're frustrated with society we're frustrated with this and we want to scream we want to yell about it we want to make music in like like this mm-hmm. about the like the experience that we're having and so so yeah <laughs> yeah i've been seeing a lot of um a lot of the uh, TikToks lately that mm-hmm. they have the comment like, punk rock doesn't sound good with like black voices. Mm. And so you, these these are, it's creating an opportunity for black punk rock artists to go on TikTok with that comment in the mm-hmm. corner and like showcase their music, which sounds amazing. Yeah. And also, I think I just heard... A cover. That's what I was looking for on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw T Pain do a cover for Black Sabbath. Oh yeah, I did. I heard that. I one. was like, that's so. You know, it's just T Pain is just yeah. But it's like all like so many of us are into this in into these artists and into this music, mm-hmm. and it's just like 
but for some reason there's this like the stigma that mm-hmm. oh you don't want to be yeah you don't want to sort of be associated with it you don't want people to think that i wonder if there's also like a religious component to it too because i think there was a lot a, a big part of the times where like rock music mm-hmm. and rock like also not- pop and pop and punk music and all that stuff was like considered demonic yeah and so it's like you don't want to be out here screaming to like the top of your lungs is music is just like, oh, you're like singing devil's music or whatever. Right. There's a lot of things that... <laughs> there's a lot of things that mm. are kind of thrown into that. Yeah. That sh- I don't think should be in there. Mm-hmm. Like music is... Music is just music. And I think that... The energy that you put into it is what you get out of it. Yeah. If you put demonic energy in music, if you put demonic energy in anything, mm-hmm. then then it is demonic. But you can't just say this particular genre ha- is demonic just just cuz mm-hmm. it just doesn't sound pleasing to you or it sounds so far out left field. Yeah. Like rock music, now there's Christian rock. There it is. So it's like, okay. So so now what's the Mm-hmm. argument like okay i don't like the the screaming music either because i'm just like this is a lot yeah it's too much for me but it's not my cup of tea and that's fine mm-hmm. they could be screaming about the lord and we and you don't know about it because you just you yeah know, you're just like oh they have a lot of drums wrote it off <laughs> yeah <laughs> drum solos i think it's not <laughs> right. i love me a good drum solo i don't yes, know yes a good drum solo give the drama game. some yes <laughs> give them give give it all to them yeah um but yeah so i think that that was uh very interesting to come across that come across that documentary and like i said i gotta watch the the full documentary it's actually mm-hmm. called a band called death <laughs> and like and learn about them and just more about their story and then mm-hmm. they were bringing us some other artists and stuff i think mm-hmm. vox did a um vox did like a little mini doc about um like black punk pop black artists um like proto-punk artists and stuff like mm-hmm. that they also did one for hispanic artists too because i didn't even know that there's like a huge hispanic influence in punk music as well mm. yeah like we don't learn this stuff <sighs> <laughs> yeah, so I got to make sure I, I have them all saved. I just haven't had time to watch them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then it was also funny because like earlier today as I was um, getting ready to like, because I was driving down to Indiana. Yeah. There was a podcast, and the podcast is also is actually called Black People Love Paramore, and yes, and so basically, um, the the girl who does the podcast, she basically does talk about these things that mm-hmm. people don't typically associate with being liked or consumed by Black individuals, and mm-hmm. like talking about it. So it'd be like Black people love Reba, Black people love the Hills, Black yeah. people love Paramore. Yo, Reba did have me in a show code. Yes, I ain't even gonna hold you. <laughs> Yeah, and so on the podcast, somehow Spotify did it so that she could actually interview Haley. Yes. Wait, I, I think that popped up on my feed. It might because I watched it. So if anything, it was like, oh, Lauren might want to watch this too. Yeah. So I wound up watching it. And then, so even just hearing Haley talk about, because, like, you know, Haley's from Mississippi, and mm-hmm. I think she also lived in Nashville. Um, and so she was just talking about, like, like how black artists like influence her and, mm-hmm. and and things like that even so far to go is like she said like her and her friend they used to go to like black churches and mm-hmm. like sing in black churches and black spaces and i'm just like 
it's making sense to mm-hmm. me. It's feeling it. It's making some of those sense. runs. Some of those are, runs are mad runny. Some of those runs. <laughs> some of those. Yeah, it was just like, and she was just talking about the influence. And when mm-hmm. she started to notice that more black people were getting into the shows, and she looked out and she sees a more diverse crowd, mm-hmm. and like all of that. And it made me think, like, man, I think that there are certain, like, white artists. Mm-hmm. They just, like, get it. Yeah. And, like, we just kind of accept them. And I wonder if it's because we can sort of pick up on that they have roots or, like, close ties and associations with, like, black mm-hmm. culture in that type yeah. of way. Like, I think about people like Elvis or, like, Eminem. Mm-hmm. And, like, just, like, these white artists that tend to stand out yeah. in black culture or, like, more black people tend to gravitate towards their music or, like, mm-hmm. almost, like, make exceptions for them. Yeah. And it's, like, when I heard her talking about it, I was, like, oh, this is starting to, like, mm-hmm. piece things together. Yeah. When it comes to, like, how she sings, her performances, and things like that. Yeah. I feel like the more you try to separate um, anything yeah. from another culture and try to, like, I don't really want to say whitewash it. Well, I, I, I kind of don't mm-hmm. want to say whitewash it, but the more you take the real history out of something, yeah, the less successful it's going to be. Oh, for sure. Like... Like you just mentioned, with those particular artists who worked with, who who have close relationships, who have close ties with the black community in any community, like just mm-hmm. all just is free to like co- uh, communicate. The word isn't coming to me, it's but okay. <laughs> as people collaborate, yes, <laughs> Lord, collaboration, collaboration, nation. Um, as people collaborate across different walks of life it doesn't even have to be based on race Mm -mm. that is where you get a lot of these unique sounds yeah a lot of the stuff that i listen to i think it's just it makes sense like when you said like even like justin timberlake i remember growing up oh yeah and he was definitely tied to the black community yeah. in a real way. In a real way. I mean, I think he used a lot of it, but, you know, that's why I hit it on there. But, but it was in there. But it was in there, and he was of it. You know, he was in it. Maybe not of it, but he was in it. And um, But I do think that there's a certain type that will be like, okay, we see you, we hear you, mm-hmm. we see that you're uh, tied to this community yeah. um, in a certain way, and then we'll, like, be more accepting of, accepting of it. Mm. Oh, yeah, before he ended his career with one song. <laughs> Blur not. No, I'm getting crazy. <laughs> crazy. So, yeah. so yeah. So, I think I think, it's, I think it was pretty cool. So, I think if you have time, probably link those podcasts below. And then, yeah. like, be able to watch it. And um, I would I definitely love to, cool. like, revisit this topic, too. Like, mm-hmm. after, like, watching that documentary, you said. Oh, yeah. Watching documentaries and, like, just because, like I said, I meant I really wanted to watch the death documentary, like, before. But mm-hmm. I just, it just, it just kept escaping me. I just could I, not find time. I get it. Um, but, but, yeah. And I just think, like, I remember when uh, Henry Louis Gates, I don't know if you listened to the talk that he gave at work remember during black history month they had him on oh uh, with amplify yeah and he was just saying like uh he was like there's 30 million black people in this country so that means that there's 30 million different ways to be black Mm -hmm. and so it just made me realize like this idea of like black music white music this Mm -hmm. this belongs to these people this belongs to that it's just like it doesn't matter it's like it's like experiences are to be had amongst all different types of people yeah, I think it just makes you more well-rounded to just 
Mm-hmm. Consume as much as possible. Experience as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Like all types of music, all types of culture. Get into some languages, you know. Mm-hmm. All of it. There's there's nothing that is is just like, oh, you can't have this because it belongs to these people. Like, no. Mm-hmm. What's the point of that? I don't think there's a point at all. Yeah. We're all humans. We definitely, we definitely are. But it also made me start thinking about like, I'm like, okay, at what point? Because I feel like it's more, not saying it's more accepted, cause mm-hmm. I, but I think that you're starting to see more people be like, oh, this person is into that too. Like when they yeah. saw Steph Curry like singing with Hey Lex, yeah, singing like, It's Your Business. Steph! <laughs> yeah. And then uh, what was his name? There was another black rapper that was singing with Haley. Oh, Uzi? Yeah, yeah, him. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like you see these artists that are clearly inspired by mm-hmm. like these uh these different bands and it's just like dang, can we get more of that like mm-hmm. acceptance into like and not just acceptance but like to be more outward with it cuz I remember mm-hmm. like when I was in college by that time I was like, look, I listen to what I listen to. Like I don't care what anybody thinks. Mm-hmm. But I remember like my roommates at the time being like, Wow, like just listen to this, this different music and she's listening to Paramore and like we would be I would be belting Evanescence because we'd be playing rock band and I would be like, Give me the microphone, I'm playing Evanescence. We're gonna get it going. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like just belting out these songs. Mm-hmm. And um but it was just like even they were they would tell me like, Wow, like you just you just get exposed to different types of music and different types of people mm-hmm. and um and i think it's cool to show like different sides of us and like we're not a monolith people people exist in different types of ways yeah um but then i was trying to think i'm like man like what started making it be more i guess accepted i don't know if that's the word mm-hmm. but just thinking about the uh lincoln park and jay-z remember like they yeah. did that like crossover record i tried with encore so and try so hard or whatever yeah. and oh i love that oh yeah and then i thought about like i know back in the day like run dmc did a thing with walk this way but i was like maybe that yeah. was like I don't know. I, that wasn't our generation. Yeah. Because I always wonder why it just didn't continue, like, mm-hmm. with that, those constant hip-hop rock sort of crossovers. There's a lot of stuff that I wish continued. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like, you remember, like, after, and this is this is off topic, but you remember, like, after, like, award shows, there would be these crazy music videos mm-hmm. that would have everybody in it. I yeah. feel like Jamie Foxx did one. I remember, you remember like ladies night with mm. like left eye and everybody yes. like there's a, not a lot of collaborating between celebrity. It, it doesn't matter what race it is. It's just, you don't see a lot of people like just getting together yeah. and doing interesting things anymore. Yeah. You kind of don't. Not really. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like the industry has gotten kind of weird. So maybe that's why. I don't know. Who knows? Politics and all that. Remember Lil Wayne uh, did a rock? (laughs) I remember that whole era. (laughs) The prime queen. The prime queen. I I was listening to it. (laughs) Yeah, I I did not listen to it. I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> but I mean, but I felt like that was then the, even that like felt like it gave more people mm-hmm. permission almost yeah to like be more interested. I started in seeing a lot of black kids on skate more than before on mm. skateboards. Yeah, and skinny jean era. I'm so glad that that's over. oh my god. Yes, the skinny jean era was weird because yeah. they would wear super skinny jeans, but then their pants would be sagging at the same time, and that, my friends. <laughs> 
is an oxymoron <laughs> if I ever seen one. Sagging skinny jeans. Yeah. Didn't get it. Tight, mm. but well, I guess not loose. They just wouldn't pull Tight, them all the way Yeah, up. They, they just couldn't come all the way up. I was probably their thighs was too thick. If you don't jump to put jeans on. Yeah, you don't feel <laughs> my, my pain. Hold up. Please don't give me height. Hey, 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 right, right, oh. Okay. Still on Beyonce. Yeah, I miss her. <laughs> I do. I miss Beyonce. I want to see her again. When will I see you again? Mm. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> and I'm sailing. Is that the right song? Oh, my little rabbit. No, that's a different song. Even <gasps> I know that that's not the same song. Oh, how did I get to Little Red Boat? I, that used to be my joint, though. I don't know what that is. Till I find my way to shore. No. No, ma'am. I'm sorry, friend. I left you out there it's in okay. your little red boat. <laughs> all alone. <laughs> Don't know what that is. I got a lot of stuff to learn. <laughs> Still, to this day. Hopefully some of you black people know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Perhaps Maybe. they will. Perhaps, Perhaps they will. Join me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But, but yeah, I think there's different ways to be black. And, yeah. you know, I, I do see more now, like you said, like you see more kids being interested in different types of things mm-hmm. now. And it just feels like you don't have to be beholding to only certain types of music. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, you can kind of branch out a little bit yeah. more, which is nice. I think I have like one question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like being like semi growing up in like the suburbs mm-hmm. made it just a little bit easier to get to or like be open about like enjoying that content? I I don't know. I don't have anything to compare it to. Like, because mm-hmm. I didn't really... I mean, I grew up in a city a little bit, like, mm-hmm. at random parts of my life. And... Um, but I was so young, mm-hmm. you know, that I didn't really think about it. I do think that maybe just more exposure. So, like, if you... Uh, like, because I went to a pretty diverse schools. Like, even though our schools were majority black, mm-hmm. we had a ton of white kids at our school. We had a ton of Hispanic kids at our school as well. So I do think that it do, it just allows you to just be exposed to different things just by the nature of where you are. Mm. So it's like, for, so for example, like when I play badminton, the badminton girls would play their playlists, you know what I'm saying, during practice. And I'm like, I'm not listening to any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I started hearing really like Gwen Stefani and like No Doubt. Uh-oh. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, what is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it was like, that's what they were playing. Yeah. So it did allow me to just be more exposed in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I didn't grow up in the city, like, I don't really know. Like, I don't know whether or not they had that access yeah. to, to certain types of music in that way. I don't really know. Yeah. I know that my mom moved us out of Inglewood when I was only a couple months old. Mm-hmm. But when I would go back, because you, I don't know if this happened to you, mm-hmm. but my my parents used to like drop us off with the grandma for like a week or like so, like or for the summer. But I was never allowed to like leave the gate. Mm-hmm. So I really couldn't like like engage with the other black kids in the area. I could only really talk to my cousins because they mm-hmm. were inside the gate with me. Yeah. Um so I really don't have any way to compare that either. Yeah, no, my parents wasn't dropping us off in the city. They was not about it. Um but yeah, I so I, I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know. My mm. guesses would be like you you would have to have somebody that's ex- like that's kind of exposing you to it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, when you listen to WWF and like all of that stuff, like yeah, you hear the intros, you hear very small parts of it. Yeah. And I don't even think that it was registered to me that these were real songs. Yeah. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Like to me, like those, oh, these are just intro songs. The same way Pokemon is the intro, like has a it has a theme. No, they just register me as like theme songs. Uh-huh. So I don't think that I was even registering that the WWF songs were like actual songs that were like a small part of was being taken from an actual like record. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, I get it. I think somehow I knew, but I. But I'd never, like, it's not like today where I could just, like, Google it and then YouTube, I can, like, play yeah. the whole thing. Like, Shazam! <laughs> what is this? <laughs> um, so, yeah. yeah. It wasn't, so I wasn't even thinking it in that way. So, I don't know. I would hope that that some people would get different exposures to things. Yeah. But when I think about my own life, it was me being exposed, like I said, by my brothers and stuff like that. But I don't mm-hmm. know where they were getting it from. Maybe they had, like, white friends or whatever chris knows everyone so i would not yeah he does he'll uh, be a lot surprised he knows a lot of people and yeah. he played drums and the, so that helped him get exposed to different types of things and he yeah. would expose it to me and so it's just like you just kind of learn i guess like you just learn different things yeah. and um yeah i don't know yeah. bit <laughs> say lesser all right, everybody. Thank you so much for hopefully making it this far. Yeah, making it to the end. This episode. Yeah. Episode eight. Eight. Yeah. Episode eight. We did it. <laughs> We're doing it. Look yeah. at us. Look at us. Look at us. So I guess that brings us to what well, we're, this is, this is the end, but <laughs> what we want to do. the end? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the lyrics to that song either. So then are you my friend? I don't know. This end, I don't, anyway, uh, so <laughs> I guess the question would be, um, when did you get exposed to alternative music and who exposed you to it? Was it a friend? Was it a TV show? Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the source of that exposure? Share yes. that in the comments. Below. Share it in the comments below. Tell us your alternative rock stories. Yeah. We would love to hear them and engage with them. Yes, absolutely. And uh, as you guys know, you can like, share, subscribe, um, share it with your friends, family, coworkers, f- frenemies. Everybody. Um, everybody. Yeah, we, get we everybody in there. We're not yeah. going to judge them. We, we really appreciate you guys. You remember, we're trying to get to 100 subs on yeah. all the platforms. All of them. Yes. So help us out. So we can get this out there. Yeah, for sure. We really appreciate you guys for tuning in. And mm-hmm. we will see you next Monday. Yay! At 10 a.m. Yep. Central Standard Time. Yeah. In America. Convert it via Google or whatever. <laughs> Ask Jeeves. Ask Jeeves? No. Ask Jeeves been gone. Girl, he died. <laughs> R.P. to Jeeves. R.P. to Jeeves. Yeah. So. All right, bye! <laughs> <laughs> I used to stick around, definitely not for too long.